Hello, people of the world. It's your typical Shonen protagonist kicking things up with a little bit of um, kick today. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Kai, and joined by Kels, as we are every day. That we yeah, I this. totally forgot which show we were doing. We have the boys from Content Breaker with us to do a collab for your typical Shonen protagonist about the mass, the wild craziness that is the Fate series, starting with Fate Zero. First off, we're joined by Strangely Entertaining and Zog himself. Gentlemen, how are y'all two? Uh, a little depressed now that uh, I had to watch that, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, you sad poor little man. You don't even know the beginning <laughs> of how this oh, shit goes. I, I have been told several times, and I look forward to being uh, even sent further down the spiraling <laughs> whirling pool of depression that is the Fate series. I'm ready. Yo, yeah. depression be hidden different, though. Honestly, I feel good sometimes. Oh, my God. Like, when I saw the ending of this, I'm like, oh. It's going to be one of those things where nobody oh, oh. gets a happy ending. Cool. Oh, so <laughs> this is what the, uh, this is what stay night has in store for me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Doesn't matter which stay night you watch. It's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, so they get well, there's, what is the fate series since we're just jumping into it? Like it's so there's, so what, what we did, we watched phase zero. There are multiple fate incarnations. Um, their fate zero is kind of like a good ground zero starting point, but there's uh-huh. also zero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I see what I did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's also like fate stay night, which is a sequel fate stay night, eliminate Playworks, well, which is a sequel and fate heaven's field, which is a direct sequel. Well, okay. And they're all fate, direct. Sequels. They're all direct fate. sequels to fate zero. But, but Field is the true sequel. No. Uh, yeah, all yeah. three of them are canon because this is a fucking multiverse because who doesn't love a complex story? <laughs> it's like the Zelda timeline of anime. Basically. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Fate Stay Night is actually the original work. It came out as a uh, visual novel in Japan. Uh, got a cult following, got enough of that cult following to get an anime by Studio Dean of its first route, um, what a lot of fans have come to call the fate route. And fr- after that, the sh- franchise got popular enough that a few light novels, a few manga came out, and eventually they wanted uh, to do a new anime about uh, Unlimited Blade Works, debatably the most popular route. But before that happened, they wanted a prequel route, a prequel to actually show like the setup for everything, and thus Fate Zero. (laughs) Here's the setup. All right. Magic bullshit. War. Between (laughs) like 12, 8, a number of mages that no one knows about except for the mages until they murder an entire city on accident. Accident. But was purpose. it an accident though? I don't know. Could be planned. That's literally how this whole series was like, haha, was it an accident? No, I planned this from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. And we have, we, I'm, I'm like, we have stands. No, we have, uh, what are they called? Servants. 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 We have yes. servants who are typically historical figures that you would know, like Hercules and Gilgamesh. And this was um, usually some kind of a twist to them. Yeah. And they normally yes. fall into a class. By the way, so King Arthur's a girl. <laughs> yeah, and there's saber class, archer class, lancer class, rider class, caster class, berserk class, assassin's class, and henceforth there's some other ones like ruler, and then but we won't ruler, get to those because adventure. Those it, there's a lot. Yeah, but you really don't gotta know about more, the core I really seven. Thought the only other one was ruler. <laughs> no, you really only gotta know about the core seven classes. Yeah. Uh, but even then, you get into the apocrypha slash hollow universe really just until you get to uh fake grand order 
but no, uh, that's, a whole other that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> Don't expect anything about that for a long ass time. <laughs> yeah. So even with the main storyline, like we have three separate series that tell like a different variation of the same story. After that, fate gets even crazier. So let's let's reel it back in to focus on the prequel. The setup for the entire series, Fate Zero. Yeah, so Fate Zero is basically, not basically, I mean, everything in the Fate universe is basically because you can talk for an hour on anything. (laughs) Yeah. But um, (laughs) Fate Zero is basically, like, that's what it is, starting from zero. Um, You learn about the classes, you get a lot of exposition and knowledge about the whole world of fate like the sorcerer um like the different avenues for using magic like some people use it in a totem some people use it in a special skill there's magical magical circuits in the body that these people have there's chants and things passed down um there's prestigious families as well really three families that kind of like just really control the grow war and those are those are the, the Tosakas, the Einsburns, yeah. and the Matos. Yes, Matos, Einsburns, and Tosakas. And we really see a little bit of them. Well, yeah, really, you kind of figure out more about them in each, like, route, I guess. But here you know that, okay, there's each person dictates, each group in the family is like, yo, we're hosting this war, we're doing it here yada yada and we pick our servants based off totems of how to serve them or how to uh not serve them how to summon them and then they find the masters as well so yeah that's how we get into this whole war of you know nine eight eight people seven seven yeah Yeah, it's like seven and honestly seven masters you summon a servant of one of one servant for one of the seven classes and last man standing gets uh the holy grail slash all of the mana stored up over the war in the grail (laughs) all right immediately derailing us (laughs) what is the holy grail oh no um, well, well, if you see circa Jay Z and Justin Timberlake, 2012, <laughs> fair, fair play, fair play. So, the Holy Grail, like Zog, basically just said it. It's an accumulation of magic and power that's been stored up for generations upon generations, allegedly. Um, but there's like a Grail, and then there's a True Grail, and. Yeah, the lesser that, that sigh, the that lesser sigh gr- it gets more complicated. Yeah, it, it does. It's <laughs> the fate just series. Like, just imagine like, everything gets more complicated. <laughs> I'm like, how do, essentially, there's really no, no way to essentially the grill. Essentially, there there are actually like two forms of the grail. Um, the lesser grail is an actual cup <laughs> that met that takes shape uh, to like. When like five servants have been killed, four or five servants have been killed. Um, but the actual greater grail is what that cup turns into and is meant to be the all the all encompassing like miracle machine to grant you any wish, <laughs> which is the entire yeah. purpose of why these people get together and slaughter each other. <laughs> <laughs> the sign the, yes. the series <laughs> the, uh, the war literal murder for the miracle machine the series <laughs> yes Pretty the much. franchise <laughs> but this this miracle machine apparently has some sass to it for some reason oh yes oh, I'm like wait a minute ex- you're sassy <laughs> yes and I can explain to you exactly why that is but the problem is, uh, there are spo- it's a spoiler for like heaven's yeah. field. <laughs> no, I'm so, good. I'll, I'll wait till then to to be even more depressed than I already am after watching this. I I was wondering though, like 
I didn't know they actually had to have artifacts to, of the heroes to summon them. I thought it they, was like they just show up. They don't always. Uh, there. Well, two yeah. I mean, there, there was only one. The the caster showed up like. Hey! Yes, <laughs> that's like, that's actually a great example of it. Uh, there are really like three different methods to summoning. One is using a catalyst, like how um, Tosaka used the first snake skin to summon Gilgamesh. Mm. Uh, one of the oldest things for one of the oldest legends. Um, but uh, the caster, he got summoned by a serial killer because he was a madman who killed a lot of people. They had something, the master and the servant had something in common. So therefore, when the ritual was performed, they got paired up together. So yeah, is it like it, you pretty much are playing gotcha, but you can kind of narrow the gotcha if you wanted to, I guess. Ironic. <laughs> because I, fate it, is a gotcha. Yep. Yes. I think it's more like depending on how str- like strong of a magus you are. Yeah. D- dictates like how much extra you have to bring to the table. That does have a lot to do with it, yeah. Or just be crazy and have someone that lines up with your craziness. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, um, there are, it all really depends. If uh, you're one of those self-sacrificing types, you're, but you don't have a catalyst or whatever, the, the servant you ser- summon would be one of those self-sacrificing legends from history or mythology or whatever. Um. But you could also do something like add an enchantment to it. Like a lot of berserkers, uh, like mm. the one we have, they added a mad enhancement to it to basically make the dude guaranteed to be a berserker. Didn't that, I don't know if they explain it or if it's in another series, didn't that, like, the, when they summoned, uh, Lancelot didn't that add like a corruption to the rest of the summonings or that, something like that, or at least to n- no, not to the caster? other, not to the other summonings, but okay. it did uh, affect Lancelot a lot. It is yeah. what basically took away his ability to speak, <laughs> so that's why the entire series he's growling and screaming, and that's it. Which I wasn't mad at because actually Lancelot is one of my favorite servants because you know. No, I've never watched Fate before this podcast. Uh, I did binge it in two days, which is why I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have played at least the the Dynasty Warrior-esque game, and then I've been told a lot about it by a certain individual that we may know. <laughs> so while we're on the subject of servants, let's cover some of them. So you just talked about the Berserker, which wound up being Lancelot. <laughs> yeah but we also and, have no go ahead oh i was gonna say and then like do you want me to list them because i can sort it off top of my head list them sure why not <clears throat> we got um oh my god lancelot we got arthur which is someone as a saber and then we yes. got um the caster whose name is like derace or something like that gil or blue beard which i'm like he doesn't have a blue beard uh, <laughs> let's see if i can G- I think G- it's Gilderace, G- G- something like that. Yeah, Gilderace or something like that. He, yeah, he, he was. He a, goes, oh, he was a <laughs> he was a religious dude under Joan of Arc who went mad after her death. I, I put that much together, and I was like, oh, I know John. Yeah, <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Anyway, yeah, that that's one. three. <laughs> All right. Um, he's got. Dang it. Iskin, Iskandar. Iskin, Iskandar. Iskandar? Yeah, Iskandar. Alexander then, the Great. That's, yeah, that's what's that. Best writer. <laughs> um, we can next debate that later. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Gilgamesh. And, Gilgamesh is in there. He's got a bunch of swords and spears and everything. He just Yeah, he's the archer. <laughs> you can't yeah, just, which oh I'm like. God. You can't just throw something and call yourself an archer. Yeah, you know. Unless you're yes, Gilgamesh. You can. Apparently, you can. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, we learned from the other one where the archer uses like dagger blades. <laughs> but at least he can form a bow. I at least know that much. <laughs> yeah. 
True. <laughs> so like yeah, that Gilgamesh sort of just sucks. literally just like I have a f- entire v- magical vault just full of weapons and I don't even have to touch them to send them at you. <laughs> mhm. It's wild. <laughs> um heck, even Gilgamesh's main weapon is like freaking a time space spear thing, which is like, yeah, that makes sense. That's why you're an archer, I guess. And then you well, get um, the short wh- version wh- 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 Oh, so right. we got, I got two more that I know off the top of my head because I'm, I'm fresh. Hassan, okay. which I don't even think they even mention. They might have. They never they, give out his name. Yeah. But yes, it is. Uh, assassin is Hassan. Which is like an entire village. <laughs> well, the legend, it's Hassan is like the leader of um, the original group of assassins. So... He was known as yeah. like a son of a thousand faces because you never knew so who he was. Assassin didn't really get to shine all that much. Just got trampled by a whole army. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> that was funny, though. Funny. You going I, up, I mean, I guess. You going have. up against Alexander the Great? You best be great. Mm-hmm. And then last one is the one... Lancer who doesn't show up anywhere else that I know of. <laughs> I've never seen them before. What's his I name? don't know its name. I don't know. Uh, a lot of these names can be hard to pronounce, but uh, Diarmud. Yeah, Diarmud Uru. I am. Yeah, no, just Diarmud. I am. I said worrying about. Yeah, I, was like, That's all you're gonna I ain't worrying about the rest of that. <laughs> I. Gay bold. What do you want he's, from me? He's an Irish. He's Irish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, also, (laughs) well, I mean, I probably would ask this next podcast. Why do all the Lancers get the exact same spear? I need to know this. Why do they all get the same spear? I'm going crazy. Not. It's. I don't know. It's all red spears to me. (laughs) It's not the same spear. It's um, they do different things. It's just that uh, it's the same look to it it's like the same model is it like a saber face thing i know about saber kind face. of yes is it like that oh, there's like saber, saber face, face and there's lancer spear saber face saber yeah. essentially they reuse sa- uh, saber's face for a bunch of different characters bro it's like an actual status condition or something like that <laughs> work smart not hard <laughs> <laughs> i mean they all to me look different but you can still nope, see they're, the they're, aspects nope, of- they're the same Literally, there's a whole plot line on the <laughs> on this I mean, I can always specific tell thing in Zero. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying you can always kind of tell that they're different. Like, yes, they look the same, uh, but like you can always tell that they're different. One one good thing that Fate uh, does that they're really good at is it, throughout the different series, whether the character looks alike or uh, looks like a different one, they have their own unique personalities. So you can just hear a line from that person and just looking at the silhouette and you'd be able to pick out who it is. Choose that Pokemon. Wally <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Bro. And like, no. That, and no. like that, we're done. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> hey, that's a thing. Um, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, weird. Yeah, watching, watching Fate me. Zero, I, I don't doubt that anything goes at this point oh, it's an apocrypha oh. so let's talk about Spoilers. noble phantasms uh yes the big the big super attack that we're all waiting for every anime to adopt we see three of them <laughs> so i know we I see mean, more but like <laughs> i mean you got excalibur which is sabers autoria's main like the big one you know which is a like giant they call it Kamehameha, if I had to explain it. I would have gone with Getsuka Tensho, but yeah, yeah. basically. Uh it's essentially um it's essentially the only noble phantasm she has at the moment. They get more. A lot of people have a lot of servants have mo- multiple noble yeah, phantasms. Got two. But it they all have like different degrees of ability. They call uh Excalibur a anti-fortress noble phantasm for a reason <laughs> yeah because it can because fuck your castle <laughs> basically yeah, <pretty> much. <laughs> uh but yeah like lancer he has two 
each spear is a noble phantasm. Uh, one of them it just that's not one of these. That's the next guy's. <laughs> what is his uh, called then? Uh, he has. I'm gonna butcher these pronunciations. Uh, Gay Bredu, essentially the golden rose of mortality. Uh, it's the gold spear that he has. It if it cuts you, it makes a wound that will never heal until the spear is broken. And the other one is like uh, Gay Darge, Diarge, something like that. Uh, Crimson Rose of Exorcism. Essentially, one attacks the body and one attacks the spirit. Okay. Hence, Gay Bolt reads like Gay Bolt. Gay Bolt reads like Gay Bolt to me. Yeah. Gay Bolg is a uh, Kuka Lane's spear, which rewrites causality. Yes. What it looks like. Gay what? Dagger. The cool thing about Gilgamesh is technically everything he does is a noble phantasm because he's just yeah. freaking Gilgamesh. Technically, like, Gilgamesh owns every noble phantasm because he's yes. the king of heroes. Technically, Gilgamesh is the longest running character in the entire series. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly why he has everything. He's the king of heroes, not the king of kings. Uh, Bruh. Good question. I thought he was the king of kings. I thought I that was Arthur. No, Arthur is the king of knights. Oh, right. Okay. okay, yeah, he might just be the king of kings. Okay. I don't It's been I'm a hot curious. minute. I'm, it's been a hot minute, the and there's a million details to remember with this shit, with this series. What's his second yep. son's middle name? Fuck off. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It translated from Babylonian. No, he's um, king of heroes. Could be. It's, it's king 50, of heroes, 50. not king of kings. Gilgamesh. Also, this is translated from Japanese, so it's really whatever they wanted at the time for stylization. Basically. Um, but like the noble phantasms are fun because they all do different things, and you get a variety of stuff. Yeah. Like Gilgamesh being super overpowered, yeah. and like Ryder. Alexander the Great literally having his entire army. <laughs> he has this thing called a reality marble. In other words, if Morrow. he it, wherever he is, if he uses an opal phantasm, you're just transported to a completely different world where he is God. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then fights you fair and square on the battlefield. His reality. Oh like, my god. <laughs> He's the only one to earn the respect of Archer, which is like, or um, Gilgamesh, which is a flex in itself. Like, oh, yeah, because like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, the Skandar, yeah. I think he he's definitely one of my favorite servants. But like, he just he took the show in zero for me. Like it was mm, mm, chef's kiss. No, like. No, Iskandar no? is like great. No, no, no. I'm okay. agreeing with you. Iskandar is <laughs> no. great. Like. He just heard no, and he was like, how dare you? I, know. I was just questioning. It wasn't a how dare you. It was a, I guess my opinion is no longer mine. Continue. <laughs> I mean, like, like whenever he was on screen, I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, he's such a good dad for, like, no reason. I know, right? He even has him. a dad like, shirt I just hug him. <laughs> Yeah, man, because Emiya's dad is, I don't know, fighting in a fucking magic war he doesn't have time to be an adoptive father <laughs> uh, or or even an actual father to his actual kid hey it wasn't his fault he tried he tried man he really did he, he came did, back he, he did like, go Yo. back for her but you know people are dicks <laughs> yeah i would have just been like some time acceleration do 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 hey you got a brother here you go let's not be depressed for three more Routes. Um, <laughs> but sorry, I'm just thinking about okay, anyway. So, yeah, that's you know, the classes and the servants. So, and then like Casters has like the weirdest noble phantasm that he has to like make, which is like, well, it's what a, is it again? It's a ritual. He essentially turns yeah. into this giant Cthulhu monster. Yeah, pretty much. And oh, that guy. Yeah, oh, that yeah. thing. But I it think was with that, so devastating. Could, like uh, four out of the remaining six servants had to team up to beat it. 
That was yeah. lit though when when uh, Saber went off. Mm, oh yeah, like, finally. We, Wasn't but, that the first time we got to see her noble phantasm? Yes, yes, yes it was. Yes. And it is a spectacular moment. It no, also, it was great. Uh, I also love how the noble phantasms will like tie back into uh, some aspect of the original legend these heroes are taken from. Like uh, Excalibur, of course, being a holy sword that can never be beaten. As soon as you know that she's carrying around Excalibur, you know who she is. That's King Arthur. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why it was invisible. I had always wondered, like, why? Why the sword invisible? Like, I guess strategically, that's kind of cool. But uh, no, and like, um, the race is a Cthulhu monster. Literally, well, it's a I don't bunch know of black of magic. Other... So, and he went mad yeah. and started practicing black magic after Jean d'Arc died. So that was like his tie-in. But they're yeah, but, but they're just, servants. I just thought it was so cool that. A million that times literally stronger. his thing um they mentioned like oh if it starts like eating like it can create its own mana i was like oh so he probably doesn't even need a master after nope wow that's he messed did, up he needed a master with just enough time to create this giant thing and then yeah. just unleash it into a city and as it devours everyone around it it gains its own mana Man, I'm tired of these casters. <laughs> like, you know, all casters are mostly like broken. Like, it's like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. No casters. <laughs> I, I never, if the ability to ever summon one were to be a thing, nope, no caster. Nah, man, you won't be long for the world as the weak one in that relationship. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Yeah, no, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some casters are dope. Like, but not anyone's not i haven't watched grand order that's like my next fate project that i'm trying to well, tackle here grand um, order is a grand order is based off a game a mobile game yeah. and it has like 20 storylines and every series and or movie that they take from with a grand order is one of those single storylines that will like yeah. build on each other. So it's extra complex and extra. You, you got to pay attention. No, that's why I haven't gone around to it yet. I'm like, I don't have enough time for this yet, um, which I'm probably not going to have more time because I plan to get busier. But, you know, I'll make it work. Um, so, yeah, like the whole caster defeat thing, because like Strange said earlier, the saber place played a huge role into it because. <laughs> Like, and that was the first time we saw baby girl Jean Dark, who I love with my whole heart. Um, but yeah, so then we have the masters who you can't have a servant or at least for a little bit without a master. And I gotta say, Fate Zero, I felt like had some of the best and worst masters all like combined into one. I feel like, even though Apocrypha probably has the worst masters overall, in my opinion, but because I don't remember like. 14 out of the 17 of them but yeah anyway um, so we got tosaka rin or i'm sorry n- not no we got wrong, her tosaka. Wrong, wrong series wrong <laughs> wrong tosaka this one's a aoe I think. yes um aoe um who is kind of a prick i'm not gonna lie i didn't i don't <laughs> really rock with him he's the uh he's an elitist like in his mind, the best thing you can do is be a mage and serve the <clears throat> uh, purpose of fulfilling the purpose of what the Holy Grail War is for. I'm not going to go into details because they do it themselves in all three routes of Fate Stay Night building on each other. So if you're interested, watch those. <laughs> yeah, man. Tokiomi's entire role is one to tell you about magic and two uh, get fucked Tokoyomi, that was his name <laughs> aoe's his wife yeah that's right yeah, yeah. AOE's only the reason one i know who, i went down the the hyperlink rabbit hole so yeah aoe's the one who went cuckoo for cocoa puffs and yeah 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 Great that was like though. that was li- oh my gosh like at the end i was like what oh it gets worse anyway. Wait until you I watch on the play or <laughs> Well, no, I'm just like, I thought you was like dead, but no, you're just crazy now. Okay. I no guess worries. we're doing be this. Dead soon. Oh. <laughs> oh, speaking of crazy, we uh, go down. It, 
some weird shit with the uh, Mato clan. Oh, <laughs> I hated every <laughs> single moment of that. That was gross. And like, yes. I wasn't prepared, especially not you, the you whole. You cannot oh. possibly be prepared for penis bugs. It's the worm pit. <laughs> you, you, just, <laughs> you cannot be ready for that. <laughs> like. That and like I don't know the chastity worm. I was like, no, no, God, no! Oh, I almost threw up at that part. Honestly, I'm like, only mad because like I knew, but every time I hear it, I think about it, and then I think about Hemsfield, and I think about, and like, then you think about no looking no at what, that big like, ass worm pit, and then you're just like, just, no, just no, just God, no, <laughs> no, it was no, uh, all of it was no. <laughs> was like, you know oh. what? Soccer wasn't wrong. I don't care what anybody says. Like, bruh, she was no. vindicated. Um, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> yo, she yeah, said, deserved to murder the world if that's oh what happened. Oh my gosh, oh, I was you so just surprised at that. Just wait to see she what happens vindicated. with her. Um, uh, but yeah, screw the Tosakas. Like, literally, Rin, like, the only Tosaka I kind of mess with. Like, and that's kind of because. Honestly, it's kind of a good thing her dad died early because he was the one like hammering it into her head. Elitist, elitist, elitist. We're better than everybody else because we're us. So when you like, so when he like disappeared from her life, she was just like, what, six? So it wasn't like fully hammered home into her head. So, you know, yeah. there was hope for her to like And like change. the Matoys are or sorry, not the Matoys, the um Tosakas are also like kind of stupid because they're always like, We gotta get the saber class. It's the best class. Yet they always end up with Archer class, which is low key the strongest class in the wars that they're in. So I'm like, Yeah, like you're dumb. Well, but well, okay. To be fair, the we only follow like two Tosakas, Rin and her dad. Between Fate Stay Night and Zero, and they summon like the best archers. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I can't wait till we get in like three years when we get to Fate Stay Night and we get to talk about <laughs> our boy Rinto Saka's archer. <laughs> and that whole what the fuck is this shit, man? Really? That's a whole really no, this is this no, is the plot twist. No one's spoiler for strange. Like oh, he has I already know. that. Oh, I already you suck. know. You trash. Well, anyway, like I said, I've been told of, a lot of things by people. So. Speaking of not spoiling anything, um Kitsurugu that's the one. Emiya. Uh, Emiya. Yeah. 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 Master Saver. Assassin. Oh yeah. yeah. Tragic. He, he tragic. Is the mage killer. I mean, his backstory though, like definitely one of the saddest backstories in Fate, I feel like. Like maybe one of the saddest backstories in anime, honestly, cuz like like wasn't he the one with the with like the he was on an island and then like zombies or vampires showed up much. and murdered everyone? <laughs> well, no, it's just his dad was the yeah. one creating them. Oh, well, he, shit. I don't yeah, think he his, did it on purpose. No, though, he right? did. Yeah, he, he absolutely he did. Yeah. did. The, oh, whole okay. well, the whole thing with that scene where Kiritsugu walks in on him and he's grabbing all the research notes and everything is that he's just like, I moved here specifically to do these experiments. Now it's out. It's crazy. It's illegal. They're going to hunt me down. We got to get out of here. Why are you pointing the gun at my head? Bang. Yep. Yeah, he killed his best <laughs> bang, friend. Bang, killed bang. Killed his bang. dad. He killed his yeah, dad. Yeah, he killed his... I mean, his best friend was more tragic than the dad, because dad was trash. But, like, yeah, he killed <laughs> his dad. He chickens. killed his best friend. He killed his mentor slash lover, question mark. Um, it could be both. Could just technically, be Technically, he killed his could, wife. It like, could have just been a emotional support. We really have nothing else, and this shit is horrifying yeah. kind of thing. Talk about Shirley. Yeah. Sherry? Surely, really, just oh, all of them. Oh, I don't know that he had a crush on. Really, just all of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, the entire the entire island. Just these poor unsuspecting people. Yeah, and he had to murder all of them. Is yeah, that no. one blonde guy important? They stay on his face for a while. Who? Which one? The one who was setting fire to the island, basically. He, he was uh, in- Natalia. He was part of the mages association or whatever. He's snapping his fingers, setting things on fire, and they stayed on him for an awful long time. Just curious, but I, I guess it's not important. Th- if so. I remember right, that was actually supposed to be um, 
Lancer's master. No, Lancer's master's died. Wait. During oh, you the mean war. the island oh. of the zombies? Yeah. Oh, it was Hobucket. Okay. I oh, see. yeah, yeah. It was him. Yeah. All right. I don't know his name, but I could just call him Hobucket for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hobucket. His name is. Um, he could literally make a bucket because he had a little metel slime with him. Yeah, it's Kenneth Elmilord. 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 Yeah. Elmilord. Yeah. Which is a title, I believe, instead of a name. Lord Elmoloy. Uh, it's uh, kind of both, honestly. Um, Waver ends up taking that name uh, when he like goes back to the clock tower after the yeah, war and everything. Yeah, his own fate series. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, when he ever comes back? Yes. Well, he never dies Wait. at the end of uh, Zero. Yeah, but he comes back. He has his own series, actually. Yeah, actually. Um, uh, oh, strange. You would like that one. That saber uses a scythe. Ooh. <laughs> That's actually a good series. Um, what what yeah. series is that? I'll keep talking about the series. I don't know what it is. That's because there's a lot um, of series. Yeah, that one's... Uh, oh, my gosh. That one is... <laughs> I'll have to tell you what that one is later. I'll have to look it up. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking it up. I want to know. <laughs> Um, the case files of Lord Elmiro. El Malloy. El Malloy, yeah. That's what it is. Um, so yeah, no, but there's like a bunch of masters. Um, do you guys like, I don't know. I feel, honestly, that, I say I feel a lot. I realize that. Eh, we all have catchphrases. But, yeah. What were you saying, Zog? You feel, or honestly? <laughs> uh, Honestly, I probably, uh, as utilitarian as he gets, I probably, like, side with Kitty to go over everyone else in this war. <laughs> I mean, facts. You got the... But um, at the same time, the dude is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean... But his, but his intentions are good. His entire yeah. reason for getting into this war was because he wanted to save the world. He wanted to make a peaceful world. Where no one had to do the things he did. And, and he was honestly, always fighting for that greater good. He just couldn't yeah. figure out how to make that world. So he figured, oh, hey, Deus Ex Machina machine. Yeah, let's, that'll do it. <laughs> and honestly, like, I feel like Kirigetsu, like, I'm like, if you had that pass, would you make those choices? Like, where would you be? Like, if we put, if you went through the same circumstances, would you turn out better? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like as, like, written-wise, he's mm. such a great character. Like, one of my favorite characters in anime because, like, it's, like, even through all that, his heart, like, kind of stayed good. I don't, I can't say pure because of what he did. But, like, oh, definitely like not said, pure. Inten- yeah. But, uh, his intentions were still well. So, yeah. It's that's what makes him such a fascinating character to me because he could have been like Kotamine and just like oh, oh, holy world shit, and fucking like, uh, Kotamine Kire. Yeah. So who fucking, is the? I love him, but I hate him at the same time. <laughs> I hate him so much. Like, like as again as a foil, I like him, but it's like he's not even a real foil to Kiritsuku. he's more of a foil to Shiro in the next series he's a foil to the whole Emmy and line that's what he is like I'm sure like cause I mean even homegirl um Emiya's daughter like kind of the reason she goes down too but Emiya had a daughter yes yeah, with Kiritsuku? a homunculus <laughs> yeah oh her name uh, is Iceville. Like she has a name, Iceville. Irisville. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the wife is Irisville, and the daughter is Iliasville. Yeah, Irisville. Man, I'm gonna be real with y'all. When Irisville, when y'all know what happened, like that was. That was when she hard became the Grail. Yes, like I'm just like oh, like because she was homunculus, and I knew she wasn't gonna live long based off that. But I still was not prepared. I was like, dang, like why? Her and her cute winter dress and her best life. <laughs> like, just <laughs> why? Yeah, all homunculus have a uh, severely lowered lifespan, but they can be made like a hundred percent magical circuits. So they're like the perfect materials to use in rituals and spells. Yeah, which so, makes Elia 
so interesting because she has like she's half human, half homunculus. Yeah. And she's also like 70% magic circuits. So her servant is like one of the top tier servants in yeah. all of the series. It'll be fun when I can get to that series. <laughs> yeah. Just binge it next oh, week. It's fine. Oh, don't worry. You see him in like three of them. Yeah. So Iris Phil is definitely a character that I really enjoyed. I enjoy all of Team Emmy, like from Saber to Kiriesku, Kiriesku to Iris Phil. Like Kiriesku, yes. I just call him Emmy, but since people want to bring up the second Emmy, and I have to, you know, well, be like. A lot of the determination between uh, Shiro and the other one is calling Shiro Shiro and the other one Emmy. Yeah. Kiritsugu has the name Kiritsugu, so. You know, can I just say I called it though when he was like, I found one person living. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Uh, you don't even tell me. And I was like, ah, oh, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to be fair, they don't even show his face. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, barely. I mean, they show his hair a little bit. So, here's a question like, his Emmy as Hero of Justice motif, I feel like it's the true question. Like, I feel like that whole thing equates to Payne's speech about the cycle of hatred. Like, become can you become a hero of justice? Wow. Is that like truly obtainable thing? How do y'all feel about that? And if you don't know what I mean, I can further explain. I don't understand your connection to that to that speech, but I do uh the whole well, discussion Payne's speech of speech is like a question that can't easily be answered and it's something one has to like that's basically dedicate every their life to. That's basically every philosophical question ever. But you know what I mean. Ugh, you're so difficult. But yes, <laughs> that's yes. That is. Well, I mean, what is the what is the argument that Payne makes, and what is the argument that uh, Emia makes? Well, it, the true argument. Go ahead. With Shiro, it's it it kind of changes between which route you go down, but uh, more often. But the bottom line of it is whether you're being a hero of justice for one person, for the whole world, for whatever. You might end up doing a lot of shit that you don't want to do and that may not work out well for you, but it's worth like pursuing. It's worth doing because you help because of the people you do help. Um. I'm sorry. When I heard pain speech, all I could take from it was, I ha- if we all know pain, then we all know pain. I'm like, did you listen yeah. to pain speech? All I'm saying is I kind of agree with with. So I, I haven't listened to pain speech since I heard it the first time. But I'm like, pain was the main villain of an entire like arc. And like pain is pain is equality was like the general vibe of everything until he got suckered into losing, which was a great, like the moment Naruto confronted him in his real form and like had this philosophical battle between like two students of the same master, seeing both branches of how you can take that teaching and the perils of your life. And it's up to you to choose that route. That was lit. But like with Shiro, like specifically Shiro, it kind of like he's a hero of justice. Well, no, I'm not talking and about Shiro. I'm talking about Emmy. You're talking about um, Kiritsugu. Oh yeah, because we're talking Fates uh, Zero. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like um, he's not a bad guy, but he's more of an anti-hero at worst. Well, like okay. he has to do bad shit yeah. to like fulfill the goals of. Like what he believes is right. Yeah, and that's how is, I was um, it. Well, Kiritsugu is always serve the greater good. If you have to sacrifice 200 people to save 300 people, the 300 are the greater good. Sacrifice the 200. That's so what, that's Kiritsugu. That's why the, the whole uh, cup was all yeah. sassy. That's why, the, <laughs> that's why the Grail uh, proposed that question to him. But when the Grail did it again... And uh, there was 
200 people on one boat and 100 people on the other boat and he chose the 200 he realized oh hey 300 people still died (laughs) so what was the point in all this and it drove him crazy yeah so how do you guys feel about that motif do you feel like it's like do you feel that it's right like do you feel that it's one of those philosophical questions like, do you feel like a hero of justice is like truly obtainable, or what do you think? I think that's a better. I think it, that's a better thing. I think uh, Shiro had a better like attitude toward all of that. Honestly, the main thing with Kiritsugu was that that was his own character motivation. That that was his own like view of the world. And when he was truly confronted with the uh, flaws in the ideology, he broke down to the bare his bare base uh uh bare minimum like motivation i just want to save somebody i want someone to be safe that's why when he finally found shiro and saved him he he had the happiest look on his face and and i i think that like with uh karitsugu um we see that like even when you take these actions and you feel justified like it's not that simple like being hard principle and making the tough decisions is one thing but like it's never that black and white and you can't be the good guy and make these bad decisions and it all come out in the wash because life is hell and there is only the justice that we can give it, but like you can't control everything. So when this omnipotent existence murders people in front of you and makes you have to choose like all of your principles and your power to affect change goes out the window. And that's the real thing is the moment his power to affect change in the world with his mindset is removed. All of his shit breaks because he can't do anything now. And that's all he's ever had is what can I do to further my cause? True. True. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think that everybody had a reason for the grail war. I feel like it was so interesting to see. And that's what I feel like truly made um, truly made the priest whose name I got to remember, which made Kotomine, um, Kotomine, yeah, Kotomine, his foil in that aspect. Cause I feel like Kotomine just wanted to like feel anything since he was just there. So it wasn't so much as like, like he found that's what the, th- the final thing to actually make him feel something was murdering somebody. So he was just yes. like, so what if I murder everyone? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like you have someone trying to save the world and then you have someone trying to condemn it. Yeah. Yes. So that's what I and then that fight that they had was crazy. Like in like Bro. the like the background, like all of it was just so wild. And like with the swords and the guns and the time lapse and the one arm punching and everything, I was like, yo, this is a and true the healing factor. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was top tier animation. Um, like speaking, foldable like at its finest. Yes. Well, okay, not Bro, as finest. We, not as finest. I can't. I can't say that. But go ahead. Before we pivot, like Kodamine as like the secret supervillain of like most of the story. Most of fate, but yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most, most of fate because he he continues to play a role in uh, Stay Night. Stay Night, like the series after this. Like, for him to be, like, play such a role and, like, continue to be just, like, the reason you can hate the bad guy. Like, that's nice. He's a great villain because you actually hate him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Must I think, have. Like, he's coming I know, I know, um... Stay Night came before this, right? This is more of a prequel. This is a yep, prequel, yeah. Like yeah. uh, the anime was like, made before anything else, and then they made light novels and um, manga to like coincide yeah, so with the it. Stay, the Stay Night story came before the Zero story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stay Night chronologically. Stay Night yeah. is the original All of Fate. 
um, I think like if if you were watching it in the in the release order, you would already know like oh he becomes you know. But watching it like from my perspective, where I haven't really sat down to watch any of the series, like I know things, but I haven't done it. Um, just watching all these characters like with different motivations go through and evolve, and then you start seeing the priest guy uh, just slowly devolve into a madman. Basically, I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's That's like crazy. <laughs> it's Harold is like one of the best, like, and good and bad are so subjective in the Fate universe. I feel like it's like one of the best where it does the whole like it's all in the eye of the beholder. Like because it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, mass murder is totally wrong on both sides of the spectrum. But you have someone using mass murder for hear me out now, good, and someone using using it for like nefarious purposes so someone who's just doing it for pleasure and someone who's doing it to benefit others yeah and when you think about that you're like murder to benefit and like you said it's like that whole you know thanos being a good villain because he was like we can murder people but it's for people like type thing and that's just an example you're technically correct but fuck you yeah (laughs) so like that's why i that's why Fate Zero is probably one of my favorite um, just anime in general, but we'll get to that in a minute. But um, no, like definitely the production quality, like Zog was talking about, um, Ephotable, the studio who did this, the studio who did Heaven's Field, um, who did Eliminate Blade Works, Works. Uh, Demon, Demon Slayer. Yes, like <laughs> they. That was, I'm still mad. The reason you watch Demon Slayer so I was like, yeah, Ephotable does it. You're like, wait, what? I'm gonna watch it now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the entire reason. I was like, eh, I heard, I kind of heard some stuff about the story that doesn't really do anything for me. What the visuals are? Are you foldable? Well, this is at least gonna look fucking fantastic. I'm in, and it did. But um, <laughs> yeah, you foldable, which it's everybody calls you foldable. You UFO, UFO table. Well, the the logo is like with you see at the beginning of the movies and everything. It's like a UFO that came from a tables. Oh. Eh, call it whatever you want. I don't care. The first I ever heard of it was you foldable. So that's just yeah. what I roll with. They also did um Kara no Kyokai, which is like also in the Tight Moon universe, which I highly recommend you guys checking out if you haven't. Um it looks good as well. Um there's an infamous spit scene <laughs> that you might have seen before, but don't judge it because of that. It's great. The um when you get into the lore a fate and you realize uh oh no they uh there's some things cut out for a wider audience it would not be okay okay with some of this stuff mm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you suddenly when they actually put the stuff in there you're just like oh i'm surprised they actually went ahead and did it <laughs> bro but that's the only surprise like- part even even like with the the fate series like the light novel story we we leave out whole parts of that that's like not pg-13 oh god no (laughs) i'm currently um reading the light novels now (laughs) it's it's pretty great (laughs) oh my god it's saucy it's pretty messed up um but yeah so like you foldable did um zero and like if like i don't know because you've got the you've got the scene of saber unleashing um her noble phantasm against caster with just the golden energy and mana coming up which is crazy you got like the whole scene and arc of like their like saber being summoned like there's just so much like good things that happen you got archer like fighting saber a lot wow sabers in a lot of this but oh, <laughs> you got it, come on her fight is your favorite episode we all know <laughs> I, I don't maybe i don't i think kirigetsu and kotamine's <laughs> fight is my favorite episode she had a fight against lancelot and uh gilgamesh in the same episode Oh yeah, that fight was pretty dope. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, but Ryder's Noble Phantasm Two was animated crazy, like from the sound, mm-hmm. everything. Like once he, when he got ambushed by 
assassin in like the courtyard. He's like, yo, like, don't run, don't fear. Like, and then his whole chariot too showing up, man. There's just so many dope things that you photoable did with Fate Zero. That was just so Chef's Kiss. This was basically myself for saying Chef's Kiss. This is basically just them uh flexing their muscles, basically showing like, hey yo, we can do this. Give us more. <laughs> just give us the whole fate contract. We will do all of this fate. Unfortunately, they didn't get it all, but that's okay. Um, they get the, and the fact ones. that, yeah, I mean, Fate Grand Order, I hear, is like animated pretty well as well. So, you know, um, and this came out in 2011, which is crazy. Like, that's 10 years ago. So, the animation still looks crisp for well, 10 time years. To look for that, just, time to look for that anniversary Blu ray. Yeah, true, true. Um, but no, like, and then the music as well, which just like, there's like a overall fate theme, which I'm not even going to attempt to like reproduce for you guys with my vocal cords. But it has that like run to it, like that crescendo up and then crescendo down. And then that's just like stasis. So that is very apparent throughout all the fight scenes. I really love it. And yeah, um, but overall. Like, Fate is considered to be, like, the top echelons of anime. And Fate Zero is kind of at the top of that echelon. It's basically um, a perfect introduction to something as crazy as the Fate series. Yeah, yes. I did notice yes. that you went over all, like, the basics. Like, here are the servants. This is what they do. Here are the classes. Here's how you do things. And, man, yeah. No, I, is, I did it. So I'm like, okay, okay. This I is how a Grail Warriors... Uh, Grail War is supposed to be run. So and it's now, the only one that's run correctly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and even then, that's kind of debatable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not even, honestly. Like, it's ran correctly until the end. Um, so, well, the end even in the beginning, like, you know what? Even Screw in the beginning with, uh, even in the beginning with Kotomine and Tosaka. Yeah, even Mato as well, because he's not even like, he has to go be engineered, which his whole thing, which I didn't talk about because I don't think about the bugs, but yeah, like Berserker servant and the whole thing with Berserker is just wild in general as well. Like, I just feel sorry for that guy. (laughs) Me too. All he's trying to do is save his niece. He's trying to spare his niece some unnecessary pain. And God damn. And then he goes crazy. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Happiness. Yeah, which is the weird thing, because he's not even technically, like, is he related to Sakura? Yeah. I thought he was, like, the uncle. Because he's, he's the uncle. I also think he is uh, the wife, uh, Aoi Tosaka. Uh, I think he is her brother. Okay. Like, she married into the Tosakas, and I think uh, he's, like, f- her brother, so... Hmm. That I, makes sense, I guess. I don't know. So, how did, did you guys rate Fake Zero is up there in the top echelon of anime, or how do you feel? Uh, Well, having just come off it, it was very good. Um, I am very interested in the rest of the series, um, as depressing as it is. Uh, I definitely wouldn't say it's, like, the best. It, I don't know. I, it, mm, I don't want to say y'all hyped it up a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> probably did. It wasn't. Lot. It wasn't life changing. Let's just say. But no, I'm not saying it's bad. No. Uh, <sighs> it, it is a lot of like. It is definitely more like air quote mature anime. I thought it was like oh, gonna be shonen type wait. stuff. Yeah. No. 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 But like it was just a lot of talking and discussion, which like I'm okay with. Like you know. Yeah. Like yeah. At least it looks good. You know. You know. And I'm okay. I'm learning things. Learning things. Cool. 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 Um. It's a. Uh... If you take Fate Zero by itself, it's good. It's, it's a good anime. It's a really good show. It's good storytelling. It's good all around. With visuals being fucking amazing. Um, but when you take it as like the beginning of the whole franchise that is Fate, it really boosts it up into a much higher caliber when you know everything else that is coming. Yeah. And what this sets up. 
And I feel um, like that's what I keep in mind when I rank it up there because I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've watched everything. I feel like Not that's what, I'll, but yeah, yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of people keep in mind when they uh, do like rewatches of this show. But uh, and it has to be rewatches because when you just watch it the first time, you're probably like, oh, this show's awesome. I love this. If there's a sequel, I'm gonna watch it. But if it's if enough time passes without you knowing that it's a sequel, I can see this fading out of people's minds. Not like completely. Like if you were to see something similar, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's like that other show. But it wouldn't be like you wouldn't go hunting for that sequel if you didn't know about it. Nah, true, true. What about you, Kev? I mean, for me, it was the introduction to the series. So, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I would say Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works is more well-rounded, but I appreciate how, like, hard and crazy our main characters of Zero are. Like, um, Kuritsuzugu being, like, a trained assassin going up against the establishment of like magic and playing their game is fun. Um, when we move on to stay night, it's more of a, it's, it's a little bit more shonen than this is because you've got like the coming to age story and learning your powers and whatnot. Um, but equally it's, it's just as crazy. So, I mean, it's up there. I'd say it's like an eight for me, but there's just so much other fake content where you would only have to watch like watch or rewatch this a couple of times yeah. yeah, because you could just go experience more of the world that this sets up for you. Oh yeah. No facts. Definitely facts. I agree. So, well, okay. Um, any final thoughts on the fate franchise or on now on the fate franchise? I'm sorry. On fate zero. Be ready for more crazy. It only gets worse from here. You're not going to be say- ready. <laughs> Life is meaningless, and everything you do just makes you sad. That's what I learned. You're just now learning this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went into the series with that mindset, so maybe that's why it didn't shock maybe me that, as much. <laughs> maybe that's why it resonates so well. <laughs> I mean, you just wait until you watch Heaven's Fill, and then I'll promise you it'll feel more meaningless. I mean, Oh, you're well, right. I, I haven't watched it. You need to watch the uh, Fate Stay Night. By Studio Dean. Uh, yep. Then you need to watch Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, Stay Night will kind of give you the old, uh, oh, this is just more of the other one. That's kind of sad, but it's nothing like what the Zero was. Uh, Unlimited Blade Works will give you, oh, hey, maybe there is almost a happiness that can be found here. It's not, it's kind of solemn, but it's still, I can still see happiness to it. And then Heaven's Feel, and you're going to be like, I, I I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know how to feel now. <laughs> Yo, side note before we wrap. Um, I love the fact that the Studio Dean telling of Fate Stay Night, which is an entirely different storyline than Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. I love that this was done in like 2006 or 2009 or something, <laughs> but it's still like accepted canon because you oh, always yeah. deal with shows like like fruits baskets which the new like the 2019 the newest one is, is what's fantastic canon. <laughs> and it's a well Amazing. like the entire telling of it Amazing. where like the 2006 version is only like a part of the story but like studio dean's portion is still canon to like the anime universe of the fate series which i i oh, appreciate yeah. that that's how that works I, it, it especially works for uh, something like Fate because, uh, as I said earlier, it's a multiverse. They didn't try to hide. They didn't try to excuse. They did nothing else but just say, it's a multiverse, so everything we do is canon. <laughs> just keep it moving. Speaking of keeping it moving, it's time to wrap the show. You can catch your typical Shonen pro- protagonist on all of the podcasters, Spotify iTunes, Amazon podcast at your typical Shonen protagonist or on Twitter at your TSP. That's U R T S P gentlemen. You got stuff too. 
Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Stagdreads with a Z because I have a Z. <laughs> All right. Static yeah. Z. You can find me on the Twitterverse. Just look up at Strangely Entertaining. You can also look me up on the YouTubes. And for the time being, there's no content going up because my computer is broken. So, yay. Hopefully so, there is more to come. Back up. Yes, no, there is more to come eventually. <laughs> well, nice. Also, as I do not have a Twitter, but you can find me and the rest of these lovely folks on the Content Brinker podcast. Same place you can Whoa, find this nice. one. Yes. Spotify, Amazon Podcast, iTunes, all of your podcatchers on Content Breaker. We'll catch y'all next week for more Your Typical Shonen Protagonist.